Section 23 of A Traveller's Narrative, written to illustrate the episode of the Bob. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. A Traveller's Narrative, written to illustrate the episode of the bob by abdul baha abbas translated by edward granville brown section twenty three these questions and considerations at all events certain persons have reported but let us return to our original subject the royal personage was pleased to investigate the hidden secret in his own noble person according to the account transmitted it became clear and obvious before the royal presence that most of these suspicions arose from the intrigues of persons of influence who were continually engaged in fabricating matters behind the veil of fancy and casting suspicion upon the community and who to take advantages for themselves and preserve their own positions were wont to make motes appear as globes and straws as mountains in the mirror of their imagination for these suspicions there was absolutely no foundation or basis nor had these assertions any proof or verisimilitude what power and ability have the helpless people or what boldness and strength have poor subjects when they should inflict injury or hurt on the sovereign might or be able to oppose the military forces of the crown from that time till now disturbance and sedition have been on the wane in persia and clamour and strife have ceased although still on rare occasions certain of the official doctors do for their own personal and private advantage stir up the common folk raise a hue and cry and by their importunity and pertinacity molest one or two individuals of this sect as happened ten or twelve years ago in esfahan for there were amongst the inhabitants of Esfahan two brothers, Sayyids of Tabal Tabal, Sayyid Hassan and Sayyid Hossein, celebrated in those parts for piety, trustworthiness, and nobility, men of wealth, engaged in commerce, behaving towards all men with perfect kindliness and courtesy and to all outward appearance no one had observed in either of these two brothers any swerving from what was best much less any conduct or behaviour which could deserve torment or punishment for as is related they were admitted by all preeminent in all praiseworthy and laudable qualities while their deeds and actions were like exhortations and admonitions these had transacted business with mir mohammad hossein the imam jum'e of esfahan 
and when they came to make up their accounts it appeared that the sum of eighteen thousand tomans note about five thousand four hundred pounds end note was due to them they therefore broke off further transactions prepared a bond for this sum and desired it to be sealed this thing was grievous to the imam jum'e so that he came to the stage of anger and enmity finding himself in debt and having no recourse but to pay he raised clamour and outcry saying quote, these two brothers are babis and deserve severe punishment from the king a crowd at once attacked their house plundered and pillaged all their goods distressed and terrified their wives and children and seized and despoiled all their possessions then fearing that they might refer the punishment to the step of the king's throne and loose their tongues in demand of redress he that is the imam jum'e fell to thinking how to compass their death and destroy them he therefore persuaded certain of the doctors to cooperate with him and they pronounced sentence of death afterwards they arrested those two brothers put them in chains and brought them before the public assembly yet seek as they might to fix on them some accusation find some fault or discover some pretext they were unable to do so at length they said quote, you must either renounce this faith or else lay down your heads beneath the sword of punishment End quote. although some of those present urged them saying quote, say merely we are not of this sect and it is sufficient and will be the means of your deliverance and protection End quote. they would by no means consent but rather confirmed and declared it with eloquent speech and affecting utterance so that the rage and violence of the imam jum'e boiled over and not satisfied with killing and destroying them they inflicted sundry indignities on their bodies after death to mention which is not fitting and of which the details are beyond the power of speech indeed in such wise was the blood of these two brothers shed that even the christian priest of Jolfa cried out lamented and wept on that day and this event befell after such sort that every one wept over the fate of those two brothers for during the whole period of their life they had never distressed the feelings even of an ant while by general report they had in the time of the famine in persia spent all their wealth in relieving the poor and distressed yet notwithstanding this reputation were they slain with such cruelty in the midst of the people but now for a long while the justice of the king has prevented and withheld and none dares attempt such grievous molestations veily there ceased from the writing of this 
its poor writer the letter zal on the night of friday the eighteenth of jamodiol ulaw a h thirteen o seven note january tenth a d eighteen ninety concerning the letter zal zainul mokarrabin and the colophons wherewith manuscripts written by his hand conclude see note z at end end note end of section twenty three end of a traveller's narrative written to illustrate the episode of the bob by abdul baha abbas translated by edward granville brown read by nicholas james bridgewater in london england